Hey, hey, what do you say? It is Mad Maritea. It is Sporting Chance Podcast, episode 75. The birds going to the bowl. And whatever else is happening, but mostly, right, we're dedicated to the Super Bowl. say it is the sporting chance podcast i'm matthew maritea we're back for another edition of the show that i love to do and i mean you can talk about uh, you know a a ton of different you know goings on in in philadelphia sports i mean today was the uh, nba trade deadline right um I guess I can touch on it, right? You know, uh, Matisse Thibel, uh, unfortunately, got shipped out. Uh, he's going to the Trailblazers. Jalen McDaniels is coming over from the Charlotte Hornets. Um, you know, he's an athletic wing. He's got a career high in minutes. He's averaging 10.6 points a game, 1.2 steals. Uh, you know, he's pretty good defender um you know he's gonna run with dame lillard we'll see if that does anything for his you know offense uh, it's you know we'll see if this makes any significant difference to the team i don't think it will um but you know they kind of had to do something and this gets them below that f- salary uh luxury tax mark so hey good for them uh, you know, Phillies are in that kind of quiet zone, right? Pitchers and catchers report in less than a month, right? Which is amazing. Um, you know, they made a minor move, uh, sort of rounding up their bench, right? Getting a guy like Josh Harrison on a one-year, $2 million deal, right? Slashed uh, 270, 332, and 390 over his last three years, right? He's a two-time all-star, really, really good glove out there. Great utility infielder. He's going to round out the bench. Ideally, uh, he should be an easy, no-brainer guy who makes it through uh, spring training and ends up on the roster. But other than that, things have been kind of quiet, tight-lipped with the Phillies. We'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, from there. And you know, the Flyers coming back from the All-Star break, not having a whole ton of success. Um, when it comes down to the, you know, the, the winning of things. Uh, unfortunately, you know, they're still close enough in the standings that, you know, they could trade for this, they could trade for that. They could make trades, not make trades. You know, uh, you, you never really know who's going where at this point uh at this very moment right there coming off a loss to the islanders but they're currently beating the oilers um you know vlad tarasenko just got traded along with bo horvat that's kind of setting the market um obviously the flyers don't have pieces like that to give up 
but uh, you know, you could still move a guy like a JVR, like a Konechny, like a Provorov, <coughs> maybe a Tony D'Angelo. You know, as they sit now eight points out of a wild card spot with, you know, unfortunately, uh, most of the teams have games in hand like Pittsburgh, uh, Buffalo, Ottawa. But, you know, it, it looks to be a tall task, but they're not, it seems, going to fall towards that bottom of the league, right? They're 23 now, trying to be worse than you know, what Columbus is, what Chicago is, Anaheim, Arizona, San Jose is going to be very difficult. I mean, how about Columbus? I mean, Johnny Gaudreau signs there long term, and they're, they might be in panic mode. <laughs> if they're, uh, you know, he, he's got 49 points, you know, Patrick Laine's there. Other than that, they don't really have much. Kent Johnson's a guy who maybe will develop, but that roster looks pretty thin. I mean, when Erica Branson is, you know, in your your top fifteen for points, that's a problem. But yeah, that's that's the um, you know that's the state of the Flyers right now, half in, half out. And so time moves on, time continues. But really, it's the it's the Super Bowl. That that's what we're talking about. That's what's going on. That and you know, a, a, another another yearly tradition. Trogues Nugget Nectar Ale, handcrafted by the Trogues Bros, right? 7.5% alcohol, 16 ounces, once a year, impossible to forget these first squeeze, right? It's the newest uh, hop harvest where super fresh hops go into an imperial amber ale. Excessively dry hop Nugget Nectar is an explosion of pine, resin, and mango. Now, if you're a previous listener of the show, you know I always go for uh, a Trogues a little bit later in the year. Uh, Lollyhop, uh, it's one of my favorite IPAs of all time. But now this one, it's another one of those big yearly releases from Trogues. I wanted to try it out. So if you can, crack it along. There's your warning. We are going in three, two, one. And you definitely get that nice hop aroma right off of the smell. Definitely some fruity sweetness. It has that mango vibe going on. You certainly get a beautiful amber color that sort of permeates the air and everything going on. Now, I am going to have to admit to, uh, not that I didn't believe the Eagles were going to win, but I was surprised at how 
easy and effective they were uh, throughout that entire game, right? When it came to them really being able uh, to, to dominate San Francisco. And obviously, I understand that, you know, from a, a large perspective, that, you know, uh, how should I put this? You know, losing your, your third-string quarterback, um, you know, can kind of become a, a pretty significant issue. Uh, especially if you, know, <laughs> you got Josh Johnson behind him, who ended up getting hurt as well. So, so you, when you have no quarterback, like, what are you supposed to do? Uh, it, it doesn't even almost feel fair to, to comment on that particular game. Um, but, you know, moving on, uh, the Eagles mostly seem healthy. Uh, you know, Landon Dickerson's a little bit worse for wear. Lane Johnson's still dealing with things. Um, Avante Maddox is a little beat up. But there's, you know, little to nothing to worry about, right? Even the punter looks like he might be getting healthy. So all very encouraging signs. Um, uh, you know, the, the, the weirdest thing is that the lines opened up with a 2.5 favorite for Kansas City, and now it's all the way turned around to the Eagles being favored by 1.5, some places 2.5. The market is hammering the Eagles right now, because basically because they seem healthy. You know, money line... Looking at this from uh, Caesars on CBS, right? Minus 125 for the Eagles, plus 105 for the Chiefs. Spreads at one and a half. And uh, looks like the over-under is sitting at 51. Uh, it's a very, I, I think that's, the odds makers are pretty good on this one. Obviously, you want the Super Bowl to be tight uh, either way. And I think 51 is a pretty good number considering the offensives that we're dealing with. Um, biggest question is, is Andy going to have these guys ready to play? Is Travis Kelsey healthy enough? Is Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, how much mobility is he going to have? How much is left in that ankle? You know, what is he really dealing with right now? And obviously we won't know until game time, until we see it. But that's, I think the Eagles are going to find that out very quickly. We've seen them, you know, key on a pass rush when they think they can. And, you know, obviously they came at... Brock Purdy, they're going to come at Mahomes a different way, but there's going to be pressure because at this point you have to test the ankle. You have to force him to put balls in the air and trust your cornerbacks. When you have, you know, the, the Garner Johnsons, when you have the Darius Slays, when you have the James Bradburys, that's what you want. You want those tight one-on-one -on -one matchups and you want off-schedule throws. Uh, so, you know, if there's a, a prop for interceptions, I love that. Um, but let's go through some of the other props right now, right? Uh, there's a prop for under 32.5 pass attempts in the game uh, for Jalen Hurts, which I agree with. I think if he throws over 32 times, it's probably not going to be good for the Eagles, and I'm leaning towards an Eagles win. I'll give the official prediction later, but I like that. I like under 32.5. 
passing yards. Um, well, they've got Jalen's number at 1.5, Patrick's at 2.5. I like the Mahomes over. Uh, I don't think the uh, they're going to run very well, but I think the screen game will work. I think that will substitute for their run game. Uh, we saw it was effective uh, w- with uh, Christian McCaffrey, and it was literally the only thing San Francisco could do. So the fact that there will be other legitimate weapons and a true number one Hall of Fame NFL quarterback out there, and the screen game, it, it's going to get pushed to the side. Uh, interceptions, right, is a half an interception. I mean, I'm going to go over for both guys. I don't see why you wouldn't. Uh, you know, it's even money. The over-under on Mahomes uh, over for Hertz is plus 104. Right, it's it probably going to make a mistake. Right, it, it's a huge game, and you have to look. I mean, his the last time he played in a championship game, he was replaced at halftime. Is that relevant now? Does that carry over? I don't know, but it's just, you know, it's the last example we have, right? And his big playoff game against Tom Brady also did not go well. This is a whole different level of competition. This is an entire different step up. And, you know, we can talk about how we've seen the the maturation, right? And the decision-making of Jalen Hurts go through the roof and... You, know, you can say what you want, what you will, but they have put pieces around him offensively that have made his job so much easier. When you have you have a Dallas Goddard in place, who he has a lot of chemistry with, as a you know a top ten, maybe top five tight end in the league. From there, you move on to adding an AJ Brown, sort of a top ten receiver, who he is known forever again has a ton of chemistry with. Move that forward to. Pairing it with Devonta Smith, who he also has chemistry with, who he now moves into a cushy number two matchup. All right, then you've got the dynamic running room, right, with Miles Sanders, with Kenny Gamewell, with Boston Scott, with himself. It, it you know, a, a lot of the media have talked about how, and some of the other players and analysts, well, well you know, Jalen Hurts' job is easy. It is easy to an extent, right? The, the Eagles have made it as easy as possible, but he has taken those reins and continued to grow and you know make correct decisions. He much less has tried to... Um, uh, not so much took chances, but he, he's learned to settle. Right, uh, rather than you know, I want my guys to make a play, or you know, being a little bit behind, he's more likely to be ahead, uh, overthrows than underthrows. So I think uh, I think we like it there. All right, but uh, you know, rushing yards, another bunch of props to go through. Uh, Miles Sanders over sixty, love that one. Jalen Hurts over fifty, love that. Kenny Gainwell over twenty. Love that. Uh, Pacheco, 48.5. Love that. Jarek McKinnon, under 19.5. I don't think he's going to get many touches in the run games at all. Patrick Mahomes, over 18.5. Yes, buy it. Uh, In terms of attempts, I'm not even going to touch it. Um, Travis Kelsey, over under 1 is very interesting. I... (laughs) 
No. Receiving yards, I think, is super interesting. As you have uh, A.J. Brown at over 70. Uh, I think if the Eagles are going to win, you need that. So it depends on sort of how you're playing this game. Devonta Smith over 61.5. I say yes because I think he's going to get the most receptions regardless. Dallas Goddard, 47 and uh, 47 and a half. I like the over there too. Kelsey's at 77.5. I'm going to take the under only because I'd be looking at Kelsey more for TD props. Right, I think you got to look at a Kadarius Tony who has an over twenty-seven five. Right, if he gets two catches, that's probably over. Right, uh, Juju Smith Schuster over thirty-six point five. I love that number for him. He's gonna have to be productive again. If you're favoring that win for the Chiefs, right, you love a Juju prop, you love a Kadarius prop. Maybe Valdez Scantling on the over because you think he's a deep threat. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, 15.5 and Jared McKinnon, 20.5. Those are over bets all the time. I mean, you know, sometimes I I like the under, right? Um, if you want it like a Justin Watson, maybe something to play the under a guy who might get lost in the shuffle. Um, you know, if you don't think AJ, if AJ is going to be more over the middle, right, you're 70.5, that's an under that could possibly come in, right, or you think maybe it might be more red zone, they might want to run the ball, try to control clock, but uh, otherwise, mm. now you got to look, uh, there are some interesting rushing receiving yards, props, Pacheco's up to 68.5, right, that makes it a little more dicey. Miles Sanders at 68.5, depends on how you think he's going to run, uh, right? The receptions, interesting numbers there, right? Kelsey over 6.5, under 6.5, Juju over 3.5. Uh, I like that. Uh, McKinnon, I, two and a half, I don't know. Valdez Scantling, two and a half is another iffy number. I take the over one and a half on Pacheco any day. Uh, Devontae Smith, 4.5. I'd like the over there. I'd like an even five, six receptions minimum. Same thing with A.J. Brown, right? Dallas Goddard, same number there. You think they're going to get the ball the majority of the time? If uh, Jalen Hurts manages, you know, 24 completions, you would assume that, you know, between the three of them, they probably have 15 of them. Targets, right, A.J. Brown over 8. Obviously, Devonta Smith over 7.5, yes. Kelsey over 9.5. Yeah, he's going to get the bar. They're all going to get the ball. Those should be easy over bets. First completion yardage length over 7.5, under 7.5 for both quarterbacks. Wouldn't touch that. Uh, Longest completion yardage length, 37.5. I'll take the over on for both. Uh, first touchdown pass yardage length, nine and a half. Mm, also like the overs. Passer rating, not going to touch that. I don't. I barely understand passer rating. Uh, two TD passes in any one quarter. I would love that for Mahomes. Uh, you know, first rush yardage length. 
right? Uh, Jalen Hurts, you love an over because um, they're all set at three and a half, except for Jarek McKinnon's. Um, you know, Boston Scott over 6.5 for longest rush yardage length. First reception yardage lengths, like they have props for everything. Most field goals or made field goals. Uh, I would actually go the under one and a half for the Eagles because they haven't used Jake Elliott. They're so good on fourth down. If you're looking to throw an under in, I like that one. Uh, made extra points, right? 2.5. I like the overs there. Uh, kicking points, right? They have Butker's under 7.5. I think I'll take that. Touchbacks. Um, right, Tommy Townsend, longest gross punt yardage, 55. I, I think I'll take that over. I'll take Brett Kearns under if he ends up playing. And then there's yes or no on any sacks. And, I mean, that's by player. MVP odds, you know, Hurts uh, Mahomes are obviously the favorites. Uh, if you're wondering how I feel about the Gatorade props, I am leaning very much towards yellow Gatorade this year. Why? Not really sure. It's just a feeling. Also, I like Tails and the Chiefs to win the opening flip. Other than that, I mean, that's that's about all I have prop-wise. Um, and you know what? I, I don't think you need any more. That, that's a ton uh, that I really like. Uh, moving on from there, I have a pack of cards to open. Then uh, beer to briefly discuss. We can get out of here. I've been sipping it on, you know, on and off as we go. But this week's pack is a 1991 Premier OPG Baseball uh, I got this for two bucks, I think. Last time I was in Peddler's Village. Seven cards. Pretty sure I can make my money back with this one. Um, but I always love OPG hockey sets. Uh, the baseball sets are becoming slightly rarer as we go. But, uh, and they're not exactly highly regarded, but I still... Right, these '90s cards just hit in the right nostalgia. Right, Brian Barnes. Right, anytime you see a guy in an Expos uniform, you gotta get a little bit happy. Okay, uh, Steve Bedrosian. Right, he's a name that was around forever. Uh, currently, go Juan gone. Juan Gonzalez, Texas Rangers. Whew. Now that that's very early in his career too. Only had, you know, a, a season and a half or so of NFL time, or sorry, MLB time with him. There's Hensley Meldens. Right, coolest things about these cards, they're also all in French on the back. Right, you see the Carrier, right, standing for career. Right, Kevin Maas, right, New York Yankee. You can see there with the telltale, no beard, short hair. There we go. Old Terry Shumper. Royals second baseman. And then 
Will Clark. Very good player for a long time with the San Francisco Giants. I think I made my money back. Um, and if I'm right, I have a suspicion about Terry Shumpert that he's in fact not Iman Shumpert's. Uh, Mookie Betts was apparently his nephew for a little bit, but they're actually first cousins twice removed. Um, you know, they actually worked together a lot. Uh, his son, Nick, was drafted by the Detroit Tigers, eventually signed with the Braves. Um, you know, it hasn't made it up to the top, but, you know, it's a fun baseball family. Uh, anyway, we're talking about the beer here for a second, our Trogues Nugget Nectar. And that one is very good. Does have a nice sort of resiny uh, quality to it that helps counteract the sweetness. Um, when you're dealing with fresh hops, you're dealing with something that's going to definitely come on strong. So you need something that holds up to that. So this originally an Imperial Amber Ale uh, very much hits correctly with the uh, sort of straw orange color. Um, the hops used are Nugget, Warrior, Tomahawk, Simcoe, and Palisade this time around. 7.5 ABV, 93 IBU, 4.13 ranking on Untapped. I'd say that's probably right around there. You get some great lacing on the glass. The, the bitterness can stick with you, but it's not something that you're ever going to find overpowering. So... If you enjoy hoppier, stronger ales, this one is going to be up your alley. And you got to get it while it's on shelves, right? It's an annual tradition, and it's one of those things that Trogues really does well, and I think sort of serves them well in their annual release strategy, having these sort of yearly exclusive style beers. I know it gets me out to the liquor store to get them. Um, it'll get me to the brewery, hopefully sometime in May when I'm up in the Hershey area. So, yeah, very good. Probably 4.5 out of 5. And as always, if you want more, if you want beer, sports, cards, life, check me out on the socials, on the rest of the pods. Um, Twitter, Instagram, right? mmaritea 22 on the gram, the medium, the untapped, uh, Matthew Maritea on Twitter. Uh, Catch me at a rink. Catch me in my classroom. Um, yeah. Catch me in a car. I'll be around. Uh, either way, thank you for stopping by. Cheers.